Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Ohio Dirt Track Podcast. Uh, as usual, I've forgotten what episode number this is. I think it's 83. Um, but we're back after a week off, and my name is still Clint Knight. And I'm still Jacob Hord, and I think it is 83. Okay, good deal. I'm glad my, uh, my memory serves me right. Um, this week we are presented by Earth's Compass Coffee, a uh, new presenting marketing partner, and... Uh, we had some big racing going on last weekend. Three tracks, four tens, over eighty cars uh, on one night going on, and uh, man, that was it was kind of interesting. I was out of town on vacation, but uh, I got to watch some of it thanks to Flo. It was some there was some good racing going on, man. Oh yeah, so we had the All Stars there at Attica to kick off the All Star point season. We had the Fast Series down at Atomic for a 5,000 to win show, and then Wayne County kicked off their season as well. So, yeah, three three uh, sprint car shows there in the state on Saturday. Uh, of course, Mother Nature raining things out Friday for Attica. But, yeah, overall, it looks like a really good turnout for all three tracks. Like you said, we had, I think, over 80 cars. 8410, so that's not bad either. So, uh, as we all know, it was Justin Peck taking home the win, uh, proving that he can win just about anywhere, really. Uh, this is his third win of the year. He has two over in central Pennsylvania. Um, that's after uh, he, he and Zeb Wise had a battle there for a little bit. Zeb led a majority of the race after taking the lead from Corey Eliason. Um, yeah, so Justin Peck. Uh, Zeb Wise and Hunter Schoenberg were your podium there uh, for the 410s at Attica. And then Paul Weaver went three for three and won his third uh, 305 feature this year at Attica. There were 30, and then, 35 305s at Attica yeah. on Saturday. They they showed up. They've been showing up all year. So yeah. uh, they, they increased the purse there a little bit. So hopefully that entices some more guys to come out. And uh, hopefully this 305 division keeps growing. Yeah, and if you're looking for a full race recap there, uh, Jacob's Saturday All-Star Show race recap is up at ohiodirt.com uh, on the website. You can uh, you can read that. Uh, great writing there. I enjoyed reading that, Jacob, when you sent it over. Mm-hmm. It was uh, – it ended up being a pretty good article. I was really happy with it. So it was, it was an easy race to write about. Yeah, we're going to continue putting content up there weekly uh, as much as we can, as many races as we can get to and write about. So if you haven't checked out OhioDirt.com, uh, go ahead and check that out for uh, videos. You can listen to the podcast there, uh, and you get race recap and then my turn two column that I just started, got a couple in, couple epi- or a couple articles up, and then I was on vacation, so I'll get another one up this week. And also, uh, we're starting to put some Ohio driver apparel up there at OhioDirt.com. You can get uh, your Trey Jacobs shirts, uh, your Nate Dussel shirts right now, and we've got some new shirts on the way, so those should be up there next week. Check out our new T-shirts, and we've got a few hats left, too. 
So uh, getting back to the races, Wayne County was at it with their regular show on Saturday night. Brock Martin took the win there. Atomic uh, was at it as well. Uh, how many? Do you remember how many sprint cars were down at Atomic? Twenty six. Twenty six or twenty nine, something like that. And I think, um, I believe Wayne County had twenty one. Yeah. Twenty one, so, twenty four, something like that. So yeah, it was it was a good time. Cole Duncan gets the win down at Atomic. So. Is that a surprise to anyone, though? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking about saying that, but I decided not to. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, and I think Austin McCarl was second at Atomic in his first ever trip there. So not not bad for the uh, Midwestern guy coming to Atomic for the first time. Just yeah. thought we should throw that out there. So he made the uh, made the haul. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as I mentioned earlier, we've got a new marketing partner for the month of April. I want to tell you a little bit about it. Earth's Compass Coffee. Did you get up at 6.15 this morning and shovel to the kitchen and, and brew another pot of that same old coffee? It, I mean, it works, right? It's the same old stuff, part of the routine, different day, same thing. Well, I, I want to tell you, it's, it's time to try something new. You need to give Earth's Compass Coffee a try. Uh, they have roasters on both ends, the West Coast and the East Coast. Your coffee is sure to be freshly roasted. Uh, it's roasted no earlier than the day before it ships right to your door. So uh, it's available in 12-ounce bags and boxes of 12 or 60 pods. You should check out the Cowboy Blend or the Chocolate Hazelnut Flavor or one of the sampler packs even. You can go to earthscompasscoffee.com and uh, get to the website and place an order today delivered right to your door. earthscompasscoffee.com. Uh, fuel your journey. We appreciate their support here at the Ohio Dirt Check Podcast. Uh, speaking of new stuff, we're going to get a new driver in Ohio uh, in, in a new car for the first time. Mm-hmm. I'll say it was recently announced that Harley White is coming to Ohio to run, uh, I think for right now, 9 or 10, 360 and 410 shows, uh, but she's going to be with a familiar face, uh, the 11N, owned by Ed Neumeister. And we are about to get Harley on the phone here and hear what they have planned and talk a little bit about uh, where she's coming from and, and her season last year. So let's get to it. All right, we are here on the phone with Harley White. Harley, we appreciate you joining us. How's everything going with you today? Oh, it's going great. Thank you all for having me. We appreciate you taking the time to come on, and uh, we're excited to to hear that you're you're going to come visit us visit us, blah, visit us <laughs> in Ohio uh, this spring. And hopefully, we have some good weather for you when you get out here. I'm sure hope so. I mean, Kent um, Carhoff, crew chief, he actually sent me a video like a couple of days ago. It was actually snowing um, <laughs> where y'all were. And I was like, what is going on? And he said, this is the reason why we don't get to race very often in April. And I was like, well, what the heck? They're even calling for snow. He said, yeah, they were, but yeah, it's snowing. I'm like, wow. Okay. But um, yeah, just super pumped to come to Ohio. I've actually never raced in Ohio before, so It'll be a first for me and really looking forward to it. Already this year, you've got five races under your belt, I believe. Um, a top five in there. Looks like things are, are, are kicking off pretty good uh, over in Texas. But uh, you, had a, you had a big year last year, finishing in fifth place in points with the with Lucas Oil and a win. Yeah, I mean, last year, um, this year, we've, we've just kind of been getting our feet wet with a friend of mine, Kenny Taylor. He said, hey, anytime you need to race a car while you're here, you're more than welcome to come race mine. So, it's been a non-wing sprint car deal, um, all race, all the races that we've ran, and we're just kind of 
we're working on our setup a little bit, trying to get it better. And, um, yeah, last year was a really great season with Johnny Herrera's and crew chief and kind of like the last two are all of, um, having my own team for the last, you know, 10 years. Um, my parents are retiring and just kind of wanted to not spend as much money on racing, if you know what I mean. And, um, <laughs> just kind of wanted to go out on my own and see if I can't round up a few rides and get my name out there in that aspect and see if, you know, bigger, better things might come along in my career. Um, and so far we're, we're trying that route and it's working, but, um, yeah, last year was probably my best year on the national tour. There's many a times where I should have had a handful of ASCS national wins by now and just something would always happen. And I'm just kind of unlucky every now and then. And, um, yeah, I finally got that win out of the way. I feel like that was a weight lift off, off my shoulders and re- was really looking forward to hopefully going back to the national tour and, you know, getting more wins, but, um, yep, we have other plans. So we'll be in Ohio, hopefully doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you had, you know, your own team for 10 years. Uh, so let's kind of like go back to the start, you know, how did you get started in racing and, you know, get to where you are today? Yeah, a bit of a, um, I mean, I know a lot of people have probably seen my story through ESPN, but we'll kind of give you a quick rundown. I actually grew up in a racing family my whole entire life. Um, I have a sister, so there's like no boys in the family that I guess could take over the uh, racing side of our family. And um, I actually, you know, grew up working on my dad's modified and uh, my entire life. Grew up working on old cars and stuff, so I was always kind of a grease monkey and always was intrigued with working on things. So um, I kind of got started late in my racing career. I started when I was 12 um, and my first race ever actually in a mini sprint. Um, I had a horrible accident and a freak accident more or less. And um, I got stuck in a car upside down. The car caught on fire for some odd reason, um, was methanol fire and, um, you know, without uh, my angel, Donnie Ray, who I never knew who he was, Donnie Ray Crawford actually saved me from the fire. And that was my first race experience. Um, I'd practiced the car many times before the first race and the first race that happened. So um, I was 12 at the time, spent a while at the hospital at Shriners Hospitals for Children in Galveston, wonderful organization if anyone's looking to donate to any sort of hospital. And um yeah, recovered, turned 13 in the hospital of April 2009, or April 2008, sorry, and then um, asked Santa for a race car in Christmas time. Santa actually surprised me with the car, so I went back to racing in April of 2009, um, same track, same type of car, mini sprint race car, same class, restrictor, um, just with half my body covered in scars, so... Um, bit of a crazy story there. And then ever since that day, I don't think I've ever been home on a weekend other than during this COVID mess. Um, and I've been racing my entire life and kind of built my team from moving from mini sprints to sprint cars, raced a couple of minutes every now and then, Chili Bowl, Australia and raced, raced over there for a handful of years. Um, but yeah, I really had the pretty cool career, um, so far and I'm definitely not done yet, but that's just the gist of it family owned and operated i guess that you could say for the last many years um and uh yeah been pretty successful but i feel like i still could be a lot more successful my 
So I I wanted to mention really quick. I there's a there's a short documentary Forged Through Fire that you can find on on YouTube that that goes into great detail of the story. Um, I think that's a great resource to see video, you know, of the recovery and tell the entire story. So I, I encourage the listeners to check that out. I do want to mention really quick that uh, it, there was a quote from that documentary that uh, through your recovery, you mentioned it was a year later that you got back in the car. And uh, I, I think I, your parents said that you said, I want to race again. And uh, you said, if, if I, if I don't get to race again, I'm pretty much dead anyway. I, I think that's, I'm paraphrasing, but. Uh, yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of keep my story short and sweet, but man, I think I should write a book because there's been so many aspects of my story. And after even my accident, my story still continues to this day. I mean, it's just all the tragedy that's happened in my lifetime after my accident or um, even the trials and tribulations that everything has been thrown at me in my last period. Um, but yeah, basically my parents, after my accident happened, you know, we were huge, just adrenaline drunk junkies have been my entire life. So we had not only race cars, we had race boats and race coolers and race dirt bikes and anything fast we had. And my parents said, you know, um, race car nearly killed you. Um, it's our bad for letting you race and blah, blah, blah. And, we're selling everything. Dad's not racing. Harley's not racing. We're not having anything fast, anything dangerous anymore. And they basically put their foot down. And I was like, I am not having that. So I, <laughs> for like six months from April to probably November, I chased them around the house. They avoided me all the time. And um, just asking them, when can I race again? Where's my race car? Is it fixable? And I knew they had it somewhere, you know, like the race car just doesn't disappear. And um, I said, it's just burnt. We can fix it. It's fine. And, um, you know, never once did it cross my mind that something bad like that's going to happen again. I just, you know, it didn't scare me away, I guess you could say. And actually, a lot of people don't know this, but um, at one point in time, I, you know, with burns, wherever you're burned um they take skin from another part of your body to cover up the graft to make grafts to cover up where you're burned and um so half my body's skin grafts and half of it's not that's where they took the skin my mom we were doing something one day and i'd already gone back to racing and i was like mom she said yeah i was like um so what happens if I get burned again and she was like well harley i hope that'll happen uh, she said I don't know what happens if you get burned again. I said, well, where are they going to take the skin from next time? And she was like, Harley, never really thought about that, but don't think like that. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. I just, something, I guess, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just, um, the accident <laughs> didn't scare me. And um, it might have actually made me stronger in, in a lot of aspects. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, I talk from parents instead, obviously, but it took me some time. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong. I think it's an, an incredible amount of courage and determination. So, um, Thank I, you. I gotta commend you for that. Mm-hmm. It's it's that it factor that most racers have. All the yeah, successful racers. Sure. It's, it's all the successful racers. You know, they they just want it more than anyone else. Right. Yeah. They'll do whatever it takes. Yep. For sure. So uh, I'd have. I, I saw a story somewhere uh, from last year. Uh, you mentioned your crew chief, Herrera, and I think you guys ended up on the track at the same point. 
uh, at some point last year, at the end of the season. Am I remembering that correctly? You guys were both yeah. in cars. Yeah, we were. Yeah, Devil's Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Devil's Bowl. Devil's Bowl. And I think I read that you uh, you guys kind of jockeyed for position there for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it was so funny. I um, don't remember what happened. Oh, I think we are in the same gate race. I don't remember, but somehow we started. He started in front of me or behind. I don't know. And um, for a couple laps there, he was right there with me. And I think I seen his nose one time, and I was like, nope, not happening. <laughs> it's like one of those situations you're like, well, where did they find that right foot gas pedal lap? <laughs> And so uh, I was like, "Not today, Herrera." And um, <laughs> yeah, we 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 had fun though. That was that was a good time. But uh, that was the only time we really got to race together. And then um, I was going to Australia or something, and him and my dad went racing. Um, stole my shocks. I called him. I said, "Hey, those are some nice looking blue shocks on a red race car. Where'd you get those? Because <laughs> my shocks are wrapped blue and my car." He's like, oh, I don't know where I got those. Showed up on my car one day. So, okay, cool. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we had a good time. I actually talked to him today, just chatting with him, catching up. Mm-hmm. I was say, so the next step is, you know, like we just announced, um, you're going to be in Ed Neumeister's 11N. I think it was, you know, nine or ten races to start, uh, mixed between 410s and 360s. Um, so, you know, tell us about that deal and, uh, you know, what you can uh, foresee happening with that deal. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge deal. I actually met Ed um, last year during Nationals, 410 Knoxville Nationals. And, um, I mean, I didn't know anything about him. You know, I just knew he was Ed and he owned a couple cars or was, in, you know, around racing and, um, I'm kind of out of the loop on who's who and who does what in the Ohio, Pennsylvania area, just because I've always been around the, the Midwest. And um, my mom actually met Ed, and we just all chit-chatted. And um, he's he's a mess. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting to know him a little bit more and chatting with him some more. But um, Kent Carhoff actually helped me. Uh, last year, I guess, at Knoxville, 360 deal, maybe some 4.10 stuff. And just kind of known Kent over the last couple of years through Herrera and um just anytime he's been around you know we've always just chit-chatted and kind of got to know each other and then about chilly whole time he called me Kent does and said hey would you be interested in doing some racing this year I said well of course we'll be racing when where <laughs> so um he kind of gave me the rundown and um mentioned Ed's name I said I think I remember meeting Ed and so um that's how that got started and he said, you know, it's kind of far off. I said, yeah, I know. we got to wait till season starts. And we kind of just set a date of when we might get our first race going and mid to end April. And, um, yeah, so it's just how it kind of come about. We've kind of been sitting around just chit-chatting every now and then. We keep in touch, just waiting on racing <laughs> to roll around. I feel like it's taking forever. But, um, yeah, so it just kind of came about in that sense. And, you know, it's kind of hard to do a race schedule whenever like Eldora Kent was saying it's kind of iffy and a couple of places, but I guess up there you can pretty much race three days a week at any given time. Um, unlike here, you know, you have a set schedule to race Friday here, Saturday there, and there's no other options. <laughs> so, um, that's what's cool about that area. So if something comes up, we'll be there. We'll post about it on our Facebook and let all the fans 
stay up to date. Um, we just kind of put a schedule out there. It's just stuff we could get off the top of our head and, and see where we can go from there. Mm-hmm. So looking at the dates right now that are posted, last two weekends, the 23rd and 30th at Attica, uh, then the next two weekends, or well, May 1st at Fremont, then 7th, 8th at Eldora with the World of Outlaws, uh, Twenty one. May 21 at Lima Land, 28th at Lima Land, and then 29th in Fremont and 30th at Waynesfield. So, yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, there's going to be some other opportunities Friday and Saturday. I think you might end up running a few more more nights. (laughs) Yeah, we will for sure. And I I told uh, Kent that. I was like, you know, we might get up there, and who knows where we'll show up. But I do know we're going to have a 360 car, a 410 car. Um, so if something happens, we might be racing three, six, we might be racing four ten. So you never know. We might just show up somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and I know you mentioned one, a couple dates are for sure going to change. We might go somewhere else, but I am not familiar with any of the tracks in Ohio. I've just seen videos and watched other people race there. So every track I go to this year is probably a track I've never even been to in my entire life. So, um, I, I like that kind of stuff. So I like going to new tracks every weekend and um you know using all my capabilities of been doing that my whole life you know traveling around different tracks I always say i to race the same track every weekend i probably get bored of it so i'm looking forward to to going to new places and meeting new people and seeing what ohio is about mm-hmm. i'm we're excited to, to see it i mean i know you've you've had uh lots of experience you know from knoxville south to texas the devil's bowl and oklahoma um i'll tell you attica Eldora, these are these are very different tracks, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, for sure, I'm excited though. I mean, we raced Pennsylvania the last couple of years, just the two tracks, Williams Grove and Jillings Grove. So that was a different breed for sure. And um, man, I don't know if I could like these tracks eventually, but uh, I did really do well at them. I just kind of struggled for a little bit. Then we got to figuring it out, Johnny and I did. And, I said, okay, you can't just flat put it all the way around this racetrack. He's like, no, not really. And I said, that's all I've ever known to do. you got to try it out in hot laps and just flat put it. <laughs> I hear you can do that <laughs> at Eldora. I, I hear you can do that at Eldora. I've never done yeah, it. Yeah, I hear you I... can do that, too. So we'll we'll give that a go. But that's just always how I was taught, you know. See what it can do. See what it's got. Go from there. Let's say so. Looking at some of the the previous drivers of the 11N, you know, you have names like Randy Hannigan, Dale Blaney, Buddy Kofoid, Christopher Bell. I think you know Cole Duncan, Craig Mintz, Cap Henry. They've all you know spent a night or two in it as well. Uh, so, what does it mean to you being able to add your name to that list of drivers that have been in this car? It's huge. I mean, never in my life did I think an opportunity like this would come about you know you're always hopeful and you always try and um sometimes things just don't happen and this is an honor you know i know the car is there and it's good i know everybody involved is is great and there's no excuse basically to not be good you know what i mean so it's just um it's awesome i mean and anytime i say and and everyone's like oh yeah that's awesome right good you know good job and we're looking forward to seeing how you're doing so um, you know, it's just huge. I, I honestly cannot thank them enough. And, um, first female added to Ed's list of drivers. He at first, I mean, he's a <laughs> female driver. <laughs> you know how Ed is. And, uh, Kent was like, no, yeah. But, um, I think I impressed on that Knoxville 410. We had a pretty good run there this past year. Actually, the last couple of years, I usually only run 
410 in the U.S. at Knoxville every year. I rent a motor. I don't actually own a 410. Um, and then in Australia, I race 410 the whole time during the winter time. So I'm familiar with it, but just never really got the opportunity to race 410 that often in the, the U.S. because I was focused on um, ASCS National Tour deal. So super pumped. I think we'll be fine. Um, Dent knows me already, kind of knows what I like. So I think we'll we'll click easy and we'll just go have some fun and then wins will come easy. Mm-hmm. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. We hope awesome. they do come easy for you because we want to see you on the party. <laughs> they won't be easy, but I think they will be, uh, once you're having fun, it's just a little bit easier, I guess, to get <laughs> some wins. But it's going to be tough, man. There's not local um, fortune racing around here like there is in Ohio and Pennsylvania. It's like different breeds up there, so we'll we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. You said you said it. We didn't. <laughs> well, hey, I think everyone knows, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. Depends on who you talk to. <laughs> Either oh, way, the, neither one of us are sprint car drivers. We, this is, but it's fun to watch. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the closest we get to fortune racing around here is whenever the outlaws come, the Devil's Bowl and Lot, and that's closest to my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have to go rent a lawn. We uh we know we have you through the end of May here. Uh, any any idea what's what's going to happen with the rest of the summer? Are you just kind of uh, going to get rolling here and see what happens? I think just get rolling, see what happens. Um, you know, depending on whatever else happens with, with uh, Ohio, I mean uh, Eldora, and like you can even venture over to Pennsylvania or venture down to Knoxville. Um, we'll just see how it goes, and we'll keep adding to our schedule as we get rolling and. Um, just kind of need to get something out there so people have something to look forward to. But it's just once I get up there and we all get to talk, and I actually haven't even been up there yet, so I'll head up there next weekend and get my seats in the car and, and things like that. We'll be able to probably round up some more sched- more races to put on our schedule. Awesome. Jacob, you got anything else before we get out of here? I think I'm good. Awesome. Well, I uh... – Harley, it's been uh, I've enjoyed watching you on the television for the last couple of years, and uh, I'm excited to see you race in person here in Ohio. Uh, looks like we're only like two weeks away, I guess. Two, yeah, three weeks, away, uh, something like that. Not that long. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, best of luck. Uh, you're in Texas again this weekend, right? Yeah, we'll be in Texas at Waco on Friday and Abilene on Saturday, and on Wing Four Ten. Good deal. Well, uh, best of luck there and be safe. And then uh, we appreciate you joining us here on the Ohio Dirt Track Podcast. We can't see, wait, can't wait to see you in the 11 in and on the track in Ohio. And we'll be looking for you in the pits. Uh, and we'll we'll find you with a microphone again here in two two or three weeks. <laughs> Sounds great. Looking forward to it. All right, thanks. thanks. Yep. So I, we've had uh, this this year. We've had some repeat guests, uh, people we've talked to in the past. Uh, it's always exciting to talk to somebody that uh, that we've never talked to before. So we appreciate Harley coming on, and uh, it was a great conversation. And I do encourage you to check out that uh, short documentary called Forged Through Fire. You can find it on YouTube. Um, it's an ESPN piece that was done. So I enjoyed talking to Harley. Yeah, that was, you know, I've, I, you know, I, I've heard her story obviously, and you know, I've seen some, I've seen her name around in results every now and then, but. Um, you know, she's she's super excited to come to Ohio by the sounds of it. And, uh, you know, it's just going to add to the competition here. Yeah, and she's got a good ride, too. So mm-hmm. um, it's, uh, it's going to be fun to watch. And uh, we wish her uh, the best of success. So, 
Um, all right. So this weekend, let's talk about what we got going on really quick this weekend. Um, Attica is back at it on Friday night this week, right? Correct. Yes. Attica is racing Friday night unless we get rained out. And then it's a rain date of Saturday. Oh, I don't know what's going on on Saturday. I think Wayne County has a demolition derby and an enduro on. Yeah, I think I think that's Saturday. I think yes, Wayne Atomic County is. Yeah, Atomic I think is racing four tens and their kind of normal show on Saturday as yeah. well. So the Saturday at Atomic is the spring spring fling four tens sprints three thousand to win. Late models mm-hmm. three thousand to win, modifies a thousand to win in sport mods. Oh my! They're yeah, they're so. handing out some money down there. Yeah, so that's a that's a big show. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've heard some really good things about Atomic here these first couple weeks that they've ran. So yeah, sounds like they've got the the track in great shape. Um, they did mm-hmm. some upgrade to some facilities. Uh, so they've had a couple of uh, good shows down there and read lots of great reviews on Twitter. Mm-hmm. May have to venture down there again someday. Yeah. I don't know. So we've we've only both of us have I've only been there once. I know you've been there a couple of times. Um mm-hmm. we, we kinda got away from the uh the track introductions that we were doing. We talked about Wayne County, we talked about uh Attica, obviously, but uh, I guess while we're talking about it, we should talk about Atomic really quick. Yeah. Um I we're not regulars because it's a little far away. Two and a half. Yeah, it's about two and a half, three hours away. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only time I went, it was just you and me and about 15 other people in the fans because it was the middle of a pandemic. But right. um, it was a pretty good show. Uh, it's a it's a bowl of a track. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, High banks, three-eighths of a mile, I think. Yeah. Um, and they've made some more changes, extended the wall a little bit more, I think, again this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, bleachers all the way across the across the front, um, which they you got great seating uh, at an angle in turn one and an angle in turn two. I'm sorry, an angle coming out of turn four and going into turn one, so you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, all the way across the front. So, and I think they added some sort of sweet outdoor suite or something this year. Deck. Pattern. Yeah, I think I think they've added some of that stuff too, like up on top of or up behind the flag stand, basically, you know, along the front stretch. So. They're they're always making they're always trying something new over there. Yeah, I um I've only seen sprints there, but the night we were there, uh, the late models, a few late models came in to test. Um, mm-hmm. I think Tyler Herb came in that night. Is that right? Uh, I think it was Tyler Carpenter. Yes, it was Tyler Carpenter came in that night to test. So I got to see some late models turn some laps on that track, mm-hmm. which really whet my appetite to get back and see a late model show down there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I did grow up in Georgia, so I, it's in my, it's in my <laughs> blood. Um, but I, I think uh, I haven't seen it personally, but I think it's a great track for late models. Mm-hmm. See, Lucas oil guys go there. They kick off their season there the last couple of years. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, I may have to make another trip down there sometime this year. There's a small campground right across the street from the track. Um, a lot of, you know, limited capacity it looked like, but, um, if, if you're a camper, uh, there's, there's a place to camp right across the road. Um, I wish I knew the name of that again, research, got to do better (laughs) research. Um, but yeah, atomic is definitely on, on the list for Ohio. Uh, If you are, you know, considering making a drive, it's, it's worth a drive over there. Uh, if you're a couple hours away, obviously beautiful scenery too. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful scenery. Um, from the bleachers uh, across the back stretch there, um, and across uh, over in turns three and four. Now we're getting all all romantic and stuff talking about sunsets. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what we like. <laughs> 
Good deal. So uh, that's kind of a little bit about the character of Atomic. Uh, if, if we encourage you, if you have the chance, get down there and check it out. And uh, I think next week we're going to commit to talking about Fremont. Um, okay. So we should we should do a track preview on Fremont before they kick it off for their season this year. Awesome. So thanks for coming back to the Ohio Dirt Track Podcast for the 80, 83rd episode. Man, we're rapidly approaching 19,000 listens. So, uh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I, I never dreamed that would happen. Um, when we get, you know, when we started this thing off a couple of years ago, but, um, much less that I think we'd have a website, OhioDirt.com. Go check out the shirts, hats, Trey Jacobs shirts, Nate Dussel shirts. If you didn't get them at the track, um, you can get some stickers there and our new shirts will be up next week. So I'm pretty excited about that design. Oh yeah. They look good. Everything uh, looks good. There's some videos there and all the race reviews usually posted right after the event happens a couple hours after the event happens. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, you can, you can check that those race recaps in, uh, Jacob's notebook and the turn two. So cool. All right, man. Anything else before we get out of here this week? I don't think so. All right. We appreciate you guys listening to the Ohio dirt track podcast. We appreciate Harley white coming on the show and, uh, we appreciate Earth's compass coffee, uh, for supporting us here in the month of April. All right. Until next time, get out, get dirty, support your local tracks. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.